Welcome, everybody, to the All for the Ring podcast. I'm Luke Allard, one of your hosts. And I'm Eric Uglow, your co-host. Hey, there he is. All right. Uh, so what's uh, what's this podcast all about, Eric? Podcast is about um, kind of calling out guys in the league, let, a, let everyone know how the previous week went, what we're looking forward to in the coming weeks, any news that we have going, any hot tips. You know, just fantasy football 101. Yeah, and this is generally going to take over the uh, the power rankings. I'll add power rankings as we go on, but obviously we don't have power rankings right now. Season hasn't started yet, not till tonight. All right, so uh, let's let's let's. I mean, because it's the first ever podcast we've put on, let's uh, go over the league. What do we uh, What do we know about the league? We've it's been in existence since 2014, or maybe before that. I I, I don't recall. We'll run through our run through our Ring of Honor. All right, yeah, Ring of Honor started in 2014. We've had five winners, or I guess five winners, six seasons since. Josh has won twice, Brian, Steve DeSilva, and myself. And we've also had uh, some T-Boner owners who have also, most of them have actually been winners as well. Myself, Steve, Luke, Chris, and Miles. So actually, it's uh, not just most about everybody's us. been included. Yeah, well, most, not yeah, most it's, uh, it's just two out of five. Sure, and they got the Allied sure, yeah. Brothers and, and Chris. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going into this season, of course, we have uh, we have Josh as the returning champion, his second ring, very impressive. And uh we have Miles who has not won since 2017, which yikes. Yeah, that's that's tough. That's tough. But I mean, it's only up from here probably. We have four new babies to talk about very quickly. I don't think it's in chronological order, but it might be. I had my kid, Quincy, in uh February. Chris had his kid, Annabelle. Annabelle. Uh, Josh had Carter or CJ, and uh, our newest addition, Ian's kid, Cecily. So yeah, that's quite the number. I, I was gonna go through all the all the all how many kids it was, but it's probably like ten or eleven. We probably could do a full court basketball game. I think we've uh, surpassed the amount of people in the league with kids. So wow, wow, we are. Uh, you know what? Our swimmers are working. And that's that's a good thing for the most part. We don't know about a few of them, but we'll we kind of assume everyone's anatomy is working. Anyway, moving on. So let's talk about the draft. <laughs> let's talk about the draft. Yeah, uh, let's. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, so the draft was on t- on the twenty fifth at Laura's. Big ups to uh, Eric for uh, arranging it. Thank you. And uh, another big ups to. Uh, I don't think we're going to do big ups in the future, but just for right now, uh, to Steve DeSilva for paying for the rest of the meal, which was uh, a, a lovely uh, gesture. And Yeah, uh, very nice. Yeah, yeah, very, very nice. We all owe him as many Bud Lights as he can drink, which is really <laughs> too many. And uh, But just keep him going is what we, what we, what we say. That's the... That's the way it goes. Anyway, so we had uh, let's, let's let's run through real quick. I, I put together a little a quick list of the top, uh, however many, but let's just say a, uh, let's do the top five or six. So uh, we have a new record, uh, eighty-one dollars for one player. That seems like a bit much, if you ask me, but uh, I'm the one who did it. So I got Saquon Barkley for eighty-one dollars. So uh, the previous a previous record, of course, was uh, for Alvin Kamara last year. None other than Eric with eighty dollars. So. Uh, then we have uh, Kamara as the number as the number two with Brian uh, picking him up for sixty six bucks, and then Christian McCaffrey for 50, fifty seven bucks. Brian also picking up that nice strong backfield for Brian. Uh, Zeke, which turned out to be a good choice by Josh. Uh, Devonte Adams from for, also from Brian. Brian really shot his shot. Uh, Hopkins at fifty three dollars. Michael Thomas at, uh, with Ian Connor for Steve De Silva fifty two dollars, and Bell with from Eric over there, and then uh, Nick Chubb. For miles at fifty dollars, and it goes on. But yeah, so it's uh, 
It's I th- I think that the the draft strategies have changed quite a bit and now that we all know kind of a little bit better about the experience. Um, and I noticed that a couple of uh, a couple of trends. I've been listening to a good amount of fantasy podcasts, and uh, there was a zero QB, a zero wide receiver, and a zero run- running back uh, strategy where you don't draft any of one of those two categories. And we have actually two people who did a similar uh, strategy with Chris, who only drafted wide receivers. <laughs> And then, and then Brian. I think. Uh, let's see. Was it Brian? Who was the other person? Oh, uh, running back heavy. Oh, then Steve Almonte also went running back heavy. Who has four running backs at least at the time of when I was looking at everything. All of his bench yeah. was running backs. So, if you need a running back, go to Steve Almonte. If you need a, a wide receiver, go to Chris. Uh, and yeah. luckily, he's already dropped Andrew Luck, which was a hilarious pick, but proved to be <laughs> proved to be probably a just a, a spot waster. Just like the very first selection, uh, whatever the guy's name was, I've already forgotten that Josh picked Hunter first. Renfro. Josh, one dollar. Unbelievable. I mean, just we'll, we'll see. How, we'll see what he turns that dollar into. Who knows? Yep, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, what were some what were some what were some highlights of the draft from from your point of view, Eric? So I have a draft winner. My overall draft winner would have to be Ian. Um, He's a, I mean, he's a Buffalo guy, and I know he's really into winning the offseason, as Rex Ryan once said. But um, offic- uh, officially, we'll see how that works out for him. Uh, he had some some great players. A. Aaron Rodgers added to his squad. Gurley, Kelsey, DeAndre Hopkins as notable starters. Um, I think he might run into some issues on week nine, though. He has a lot of guys, four skill players on a bye week that week. So Ooh. we'll see how that works out. That's a nice um, level analysis. Very yeah. nice. Yeah, notable... Uh, runner-up on draft winner would be Mr. Draft Dodger himself, Brian De Silva. Mainly due to that one-two combo that you talked about, spending a lot of money early. I think it might work out for him with McCaffrey and Kamara. I think those are gonna those are gonna be good with that half-point PPR every week. I think he's gonna have his way come Sundays. And not to toot my own horn, but I did pick the team that has the highest uh, pr- uh, projected. Not that the projections mean anything. But I feel I feel pretty good about my team. It's uh it's a it's a good bunch of guys. Juju. I am leaning a little heavily on the the Lions and and Giants, which has never failed anybody. Uh, Saquon <laughs> Saquon Barkley, uh, Kenny Galladay, uh, Carryon Johnson from the Lions, and uh, what is it? Evan Ingram, something Ingram. But I did see today uh, that the Giants are going to try to use Evan Ingram in a very big way. They said. Actually, I have some breaking news. <laughs> Uh, Antonio Brown, have you heard? Have you heard about this? Yeah. Oh yeah, man! Hot off the press, Adam Schefter just just out just out there. Chances Antonio are, he, Brown. Who has Antonio Brown? I, I don't even know yet. I should have looked up before. Let's see, Brown. But anyway, for anybody who hasn't heard, oh, Josh has Antonio Brown. So anybody who hasn't yes. heard, uh, he went a little nuts. He was he was uh, he was fined by the team for not gonna, not showing up to practice. He had about fifty four thousand dollars or so, chump change for a guy like that. But uh, he was uh, fined and he got he almost he had to be held back from taking down uh, the GM there, Mayock. And, yeah, Mike uh, Mayock. Yeah, and he punted a ball and said, "Find me for that." Which is it's always a classic move, uh, but he may very well be suspended for the first uh, first game, maybe two games of the season. Yeah. And I was reading in the article from CBS Sports that there's a chance that they could use this against him and nullify more or less his whole contract. Get rid get rid of uh, twenty nine uh, the twenty nine million dollars guaranteed he has and lose the one million dollars signing signing bonus and take that back because of conduct yeah. detrimental to the team. So we could see Antonio Brown on an entirely different team or not playing at I, all. Yeah, I, I say the real winner right here are the Steelers laughing their way 
to the bank running into week one right here. Absolutely. They, are, uh, they got rid of him when they needed to. And hot take. Oh, God, here it comes. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Antonio Brown never plays a game as a Raider. Wow. You heard it here first. Wow, okay, all right. I did see uh, he did uh, he, he trash-talked uh, Big Ben and then had all of the tweets that he that, where he was loving Big Ben brought up and, and thrown back <laughs> in his face. So, yeah, so I, I would say that, uh, yeah, the draft went quite well. And, and who, was, who was the worst drafter? What was, the, what was the worst team you got out there? I hate to do this, but I got to say my boy Benny. Um, I'm kind of shaking my head at SMH, mainly because that, that his first pick overall, Tom Brady, $27. 27 bucks for Tom Brady. And then not picking up anyone else until he picked up child beater Tyreek Hill at number 20. So uh, Yikes. some sus- suspect picks early, but we'll see. I mean, both great players, but only two picks in the top 20. And yeah, uh, re- re- really no number one running back for that squad. He so didn't really dip we'll his toe we'll into the water goes. there. Yeah, it seemed like uh, seemed like he was holding off, as was uh, Miles. Miles took a little while to get in, get in the mix. And Chris, I think Chris was. I'm not sure if he had the right uh, the right uh, screen on his on his computer there, but that's that's sort of par for the course for old Chris. Uh, but yeah, I, I, looking at looking at looking at, at uh, Benny's whole lineup there. I mean, you know, his wide his run, running back one is Mixon, who's on the Bengals. I don't know if you remembered that or not, but uh, yeah. real that's not a great one. I mean, uh, you know, Greg Kittle that that'll, that'll, that should be all right, and uh, you know, Amari Cooper. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I mean, I don't have a problem with TB12, but I think twenty seven dollars is. A bit much. He was the third, third most expensive quarterback in the in the draft. Mahomes went for thirty-seven, rightfully so, and Baker went for twenty-nine, which uh, seems like a, an interesting move from 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 Steve DeSilva. Actually, speaking of Steve DeSilva, I was thinking about this uh, before the Zeke news came down. He's really banked on all of the backup running backs, and at, le- at least one of those has already kind of fizzled out. Uh, he picked up Lashawn McCoy, and so we'll see how that works out in, in, in Kansas City. Myself being a Damian Williams owner. Not loving that whole thing, but uh, he's really banking a lot on the on the Mayfield OBJ connection, and uh, we'll see how that how that how that fares for him. But he did he did have the he had Pollard as the backup there. He's got him started right now, but we'll see how many reps Pollard gets after for after week one. Maybe a few this week, but I don't see Zeke giving up the ball very much other than that. But anyway, so uh, let's move on. Let's, uh, so we've got the draft. Uh, what are we what are we looking for for uh, week one fantasy football matchups? We've got. Uh, me versus Steve Almonte. We've got Brian versus Miles, Ben versus Eric, Ian versus Chris, and Josh versus Steve Da Silva. Yeah, my matchup of the week is Josh versus Steve Da Silva uh, for a few reasons. Josh coming off a big Super Bowl victory, and uh, Steve looking to start the season with a with a nice W. We'll see. Th- th- there are some some uh, matchups that are a little closer projected points, but I chose this one for a few reasons. I think both teams have a lot of starters with a lot to prove. From Steve's team, we have Baker and OBJ. Can those guys live up to the hype? Uh, Josh has uh, Mahomes. Is he going to fall into the sophomore slump? I mean, Antonio Brown, we know what's going to happen with that. That's He's not going to be playing uh, at least this week. So we'll see how that shakes out. Yeah, that, that really shifted the whole thing uh, from from one to the other. I, I don't know what I, – I, I didn't get a chance to see what Antonio Brown was putting up for projected numbers, but uh, it's now down to zero. So – yeah, uh, yeah. It's uh, looks like it could be a landslide for Steve, but we'll see. I mean, you never know. Uh, let's see if Patrick Mahomes can keep it up because that that's that first season was electric, as they may say. Yeah, I mean, he's he started last season with five touchdowns, one game. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how Week One goes for him this year. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, my my matchup that I'm looking at is Miles versus Brian. I don't remember exactly why, but I'm going to look at it right now. Uh, Miles. 
Yeah, just because I, I, you know, I always watch Miles's games with a with a keen interest to see if he can get that W. I think he's only stayed in the league this long because he uh, he just wants to win one. You can't you can't leave on an zero and thirteen season. You can't leave as the T boner owner. Not to say that he's going to leave the league necessarily, but I know that his heart may not be entirely in it. But I think this year, if he can pull it off and get that win. It'll be something. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it's kind of skewed towards uh, towards Brian, but I think that I, I actually think that Matt Ryan is a, a strong pickup for for Miles. Although I, this matchup I don't love as much, but Matt Ryan playing indoors practically the whole season, and indoors he's much better than outdoors. So we'll see how it uh, we'll see how it, uh, how it turns out. But uh, yeah, so that, that should be pretty good. So. Uh, and then we got, uh, let's, what about real football? We've got, uh, of course, as we mentioned, tonight is the uh, Green Bay versus Chicago game. And uh, to start kick off the season, because I guess the NFL doesn't want to start with Patriots games anymore. So they're going with the 100th anniversary, Green Bay versus Chicago. So uh, what, are the, what, are some other, what are some other matchups you're looking, you're looking for? We'll go back and forth. Uh, to our, to uh, our yeah. Dallas versus New York Giants, Zeke versus Saquon. Looking to see how that works out, and Eli back out there as a starter. We'll see how that goes, and or if he gets replaced early in the season. Mm, yeah, some heavy hitting running backs, and you know, Eli. I, supposedly Eli was looking all right in the preseason, but Daniel Jones was looking pretty good too. He was at an eighty-five percent completion rate, and only on about four hundred yards, and probably throwing against you know backyard university players. But I would say uh, one of the games I'm looking for is uh, is Tennessee versus Cleveland. Uh, I would never have said that before this year because uh, they, they're garbage teams for the most part but it's just our first glimpse at the Browns uh, with their at full strength will Jarvis Landry be a good player will will OBJ yeah. well I, I did look at the thing that was saying speaking of Eli that uh, the uh, accuracy rate between Eli and uh, and Baker are Baker is so much more accurate so if you can get the ball to OBJ in stride we might be seeing something we've never seen from OBJ and that's and that's saying something himself so I'm looking forward to that game. I'm not going to watch it live, but I'll, I'll I'll watch it. I'll watch the the highlights and really look forward to yeah, it. Yeah, it'll be on Red Zone. Yeah, we'll see if it's zone. on Red Zone a lot or a little. We'll you know we'll see how it goes, but it should be a pretty good matchup. And uh, yeah, we'll see how that is. What's your next one? My next one is New England versus Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, obviously TB12, the the recoming times two of Josh Gordon, and also let's see what Juju can do as filling that number one spot with uh, AB currently maybe unemployed. Oof, you heard it here first. The recoming of of, of uh, Josh Gordon. That is a definitely a word. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see that too. Of course, for obvious reasons. But I mean, I was thinking it might, it might be uh, Tom Brady's best wide receiver grouping ever, possibly. But I'm not gonna say that necessarily because there was Randy Moss and Wes Welker. But this is a this is a hell of a hell of a lineup, and especially if, if Demarius Thomas can pick up pick up a defender here and there and. Then you got Josh Gordon. I mean, it's uh, it's it's formidable, and I think it, it puts a little bit more pressure on Tom Brady, but Tom Brady doesn't mind that pressure. Uh, my next one is uh, Detroit and Arizona, which, again, would never have said this before. But first of all, I have a, a personal stake in it because I've got two Detroit players, Kerryon Johnson and uh, Kenny Galladay. And uh, Arizona has not shown anybody their offense yet. So and with Kyler Murray back there, maybe they make a, make a splash. Maybe it comes out. Maybe they're uh, high-firing, high-flying offense. Or maybe they're garbage. But we'll find out. We'll at least we'll get a little bit of a hint this week. What's your next one? My next one is uh, the Colts versus the L.A. Superchargers. Mm. Looking, to see, looking to see what the Colts do. This isn't really a hot, hot game. But looking to see what the Colts can do offensively without Andrew Luck. You know, a couple weeks' notice with uh, Jacoby Brissett in there calling the plays. I think it's going to be interesting. And um, he did all right w- when he was the number one in New England. So we'll see what he can do in 
in Indy. Yeah, absolutely. It should be uh, should be an interesting because a lot of people were talking about some real high aspirations for the Colts before uh, before luck went out, and you know, Jacoby Brissett isn't, isn't the worst backup you could get you could have. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, and I, I, I again selfishly have uh, Philip Rivers probably starting that I got for a dollar, which I felt like was a pretty good deal. And uh, but he's been a solid quarterback the past five years or so. So. Hopefully this isn't the year he falls off. But my last game is the early uh, Monday night game, which is Houston versus the Saints. And uh, after the Texans did all kinds of moves to pick up, uh, no, to get rid of Clowney and uh, pick up Kenny Stills. It was a whole nonsense. Oh, and uh, pick up Larry Tunsil. So it should be an interesting uh, win now Texans because they've kind of mortgaged their future for for the current team. And uh, we'll see if Deshaun Watson can can pick it up to his uh, – his classic form uh, two years out away from that uh, injury. So we'll see. And then again, as always, is it time for Drew Brees to drop off? And is it his last ride? Will he ride out into the sunset at the end of the season? Hard to say. I don't know, but it's uh, we'll see if he's still got it. He's still got enough in the tank. So that's those are the games we're looking forward to this weekend. I'm going to watch probably all the highlights because I just I just needs me some football and uh, I've missed it so 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 very much. And uh, all right, so then our, our next uh, next part of the podcast here is the Do Better Award. I don't know if we want to do that this week, but if you if you want to take the take the reins, and I have a feeling I know who it's going to be for, but uh, go ahead. Yeah, we'll run it. This uh, typically it'll go uh, it'll be a weekly thing. This one is going to be an off season Do Better Award. Uh, of course, going to Miles, not to pile on, but 0-13 last year. That's a tough pill to swallow. Um, not just for him, also for his family. Now they got to look at that uh, yep. T-boner on their mantle every day. I know day. that that's too tough. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's tough. But I think uh, I think he's going to have a comeback here. So we're just uh, all hoping that Miles can do better, not just for himself, but for the league. Where you know we're pulling for you, Miles. Wow. Yeah, I I certainly am, and it's. Uh... You know, it'll be a real inspiration to see that first W when, whenever it does come. I don't know if it's coming this week, but, you know, it's, he's got to play me at some point. So he's got a good shot there. Uh, so then the next one is the the, the weekly P award named for our, our good friend, um, Pavixai. Uh, Miles' uh, former or current, I don't recall, uh, co-worker who really, really cleaned up in the Pick'em uh, pick League and uh, really... Really bummed us all out with how good he <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah, fuck that guy. Just fuck took all guy. of our fucking money. This, I, I swear to God, this guy... I mean, a good guy. I've met him a couple times. He's very nice, but uh, he can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just fuck that guy. All right, uh, that one, that one. You know, this so is. So, is a- that just awarded? Is that just going to be awarded to him every week? <laughs> Maybe it might very, may very well be. I was thinking of it as like a fuck that guy kind of thing. So, probably it could go to the to the best player. I don't know. Actually, I guess the P award should go to the best player because he was the best of us as far as Pickham goes. True. But I, I'm not, I don't know about that. I don't. I, don't, I think there is so much animosity towards P that I, I'm. I got to figure out what that award's going to be. But uh, a little, a little bit of housekeeping. Let's. Uh, uh, any dues owed? I can't imagine there be any dues owed for fantasy football. Oh yeah, no, we've got a uh, league dues owed. Ian twenty dollars. Josh ten dollars. How does Josh owe ten dollars? I don't understand that. Um, it's it's a family discount. Okay, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Well, uh, that th- it's gonna sound very similar, but Ian also owes me money, a hundred and fifteen dollars. Now, I I I just uh, called everybody Yikes. out earlier today. It's uh, and I got two. I got Brian, both Brian and Miles paid. Thank you, Brian and Miles. But they both gave me a hundred and twenty dollars. So I must have uh, when I when I read out the or wrote out what what was due. I must have made it seem like it was 115 plus five, but it's really just 115. Anyway, uh, also, so the people who have paid, uh, good on you, is uh, Ben, Chris, uh, Steve Almonte, Brian, and Miles. Uh, people who have not paid, uh, Eric Uglo, uh, Ian Walsh, Josh Uglo, 
and uh, Steve De Silva. But uh, but I understand that Steve doesn't love the digital world as much as all of us do. So uh, I'll take his money when he gives it to me. And honestly, it's just going to be cash, I'm sure. Anyway, pay me my fucking money. Um, speaking of Pick'em, uh, I've already I've already sent out the form. And I want to just give a quick update as far as last year's standings. This year, we've got a very exciting new feature. And it's you it, whoever wins the entire thing, the best record of the whole thing, gets an extra $50. So we've already, we're all paying into that now. But it's going to be really exciting when it does happen. If it were, if we had it last year, Steve DeSilva and myself would have split it because we were 171 and 98, um, 96, uh, 171 and 96 on the, on the year. I, I think so. Less than 100 uh, losses, which, yeah, I felt pretty good about it. I don't think I won the most money. I didn't put that down. But third place technically was Brian. Fourth place was Eric, then Ian, then Chris, and Ben, and Josh, and Miles. And Steve Amante was also playing, which was a, a fun fact for everybody. Uh, and he was 144 and 123, which is really bad. Really, really bad. It's almost 500, but I think he can do better. Just like Miles, he's he only got uh, got an upward trajectory from here. So anyway, so that's that's the pick em. That's pretty much everything. Uh, I had put in a little, a little overtime in case we want to mention any, any little little non-football stuff or football stuff. Uh, you drinking any good beers, Eric? Um, I've... Uh... I've been trying to lay off the beers lately, drinking a lot of seltzers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the claw's the law. Yep, there is no law when you're drinking the claw. Uh, I should also mention our sponsor, White Claw Seltzer. (laughs) No, it's (laughs) not. That's great. Oh, my God, I'd love that. Yeah, I'm all in. They're just so easy to drink, and they're light and easy. Especially, I, 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 I golfed... hundred calories. It's you can't uh, beat it. I golfed, cannot beat it. I golfed three times this past week, which because uh, I had a, I had a few days off, and I, I that was the only times I've golfed all year, uh, and I definitely paid for it with the wife. But it was a lovely time, <laughs> and I drank claws for at least two of those times, and it was it's, yeah. it, it keeps you going. It's, it's not sitting in your stomach. So anyway, thanks yeah. to our sponsor, White Claw. Uh, any other, any other, anything else you want to mention, uh, before we wrap this thing up? Um, no, that's all I've got this week. Looking mm-hmm. forward to, uh, starting off the season strong boys. Well, we're going to figure something out for next week and, uh, signing off. Enjoy the first week of football. Oh God, here it comes. Oh, hot, 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 hot. <laughs>